How's it going, guys? Welcome back to the Dad Tired Podcast. I'm your host, Jared Lopes. Join me every Monday as we dive into what it looks like to be men who fall in love with Jesus and help our families do the same. You can learn more about our books, resources, conferences, and even online community by going to dadtired.com. Let's dive into today's episode. What's up, guys? Super glad to have you guys back here on the Dad Tired Podcast. Welcome if you're brand new. Uh, like you heard in the introduction, we have an online community of thousands of guys from around the world who are just trying to figure out what it looks like to be men of God who are helping our families fall in love with Jesus and to be the spiritual leaders of our homes. So if you want to be part of that group, definitely go to dadtire.com and then click the community tab or just search Facebook and you can search the closed group uh, or search for our closed group on Facebook. We've got over 10,000 guys uh, who are pushing each other towards Jesus over there. So be part of that. Um, also, hey, we got two conferences coming up in the month of February. One is in Apex, North Carolina. That's near Raleigh uh, on February 22nd. That's a Saturday. So come spend a Saturday with us. We Our conferences, we spend a day talking about what the gospel, how the gospel affects our hearts, our marriages, our kids, the way that we parent and our work. Um, and so these are what I think the most powerful things that we do as a ministry. They're very, very uh, helpful days and just helping you feel equipped with the gospel to like go be the spiritual leader of your home. So if you're anywhere near Apex, North Carolina, come hang out with us over there. And then also we've got one the very next week in Maurice, Iowa. Uh, like I mentioned last week's episode, I'm not totally sure where Maurice, Iowa is, um, but I'm sure you know it where it is if you live anywhere near there. So uh, come check it out that conference in Maurice, Iowa on February 29th. Uh, and you can be part of that. So again, February 22nd, Apex, North Carolina, February 29th, Maurice, Iowa. You can get information on both of those by going to dadtire.com and then click the conferences tab. We've got lot, a lot more conferences coming up and are in the works all throughout the country. So don't worry, like if we're not in your area yet, we will be soon. I also want to let you guys know that uh, last month in December, or I guess two months ago, uh, in December, we did a campaign where we were trying to raise money to do more of these conferences and lower the cost of the conferences for small churches and for guys who can't afford them, uh, which was so great. You guys were so generous in that. What, what we were doing is sending out free signed books as a way of saying thank you. I'm going to continue to do that. There was hundreds of you uh, who helped out with this and who gave to this. It was amazing. Uh, it, it was an incredible amount of work in my kitchen table signing all these books, but it was like so awesome and well worth it. Uh, and so what I want to do in this month, in the month of February, is keep that going. If you become a monthly donor of the Dad's Hired Ministry and you commit to partnering with us on a monthly basis, I'll send you a free signed book. So the way to do that is to go to dadtired.com forward slash monthly. You have to go through to that link so I know who to sign the signed books to. Uh, so make sure that you go to dadtired.com forward slash monthly. And when you sign up to commit to uh, partnering with us on a monthly basis at any gift, uh, we'll send you uh, the Dad Tired book signed as just our way of saying thank you for doing that. So again, dadtired.com forward slash monthly make sure to go there uh i I do want to address some like heavy news by the time this podcast comes out it probably won't be as recent um but uh yesterday it was sunday and uh the news breaking news popped up on my phone about kobe bryant and his death and his daughter's death and the other um, people who were on that helicopter uh, as of the time that i'm recording this they haven't released any other information about the other passengers on that helicopter but we do know that Kobe Bryant and his daughter, 13-year-old daughter, were on that helicopter. And man, when that news came through, it just like, I felt physically ill. It was just a weird, um, heartbreaking feeling. And uh, as I know many of you guys, when you got that news, like you felt the same way. For many of us, like 
um, you know, when, whenever you, there's like a kind of an iconic figure in our, for our generation that dies unexpectedly, it just hits us weird. There haven't been a ton of, uh, ton of that happening within our generation so far. I mean, there's, there's been some big ones, you know, kind of when we were younger, but this is a big one for our generation. And man, I'm first is just like, I'm, my heart is broken. Um, obviously a son or I'm sorry, a daughter and a dad dying together at any, any situation is tragic. When you think of somebody um, as influential as Kobe Bryant, it's, it's incredibly tragic. Um, and I'm just, man, I'm reminded the, the reason I'm bringing this up is I'm just reminded uh, in James when he says this life is but a mist. It's just, it's here today. It's a vapor. It's gone tomorrow. And moments like that just remind me of that, man. I, my wife is an oncology nurse and so I'm, I'm just constantly reminded every day we talk about death and people who get unexpected diagnoses um, to that they'll get a life sentence. And man, it's just uh, this life is so short, bro. Like what the stuff that we're talking about on this podcast and in our community, it's not just like this pat you on the back, feel good stuff so that we can try to be more moral people. Like the stuff that we're chasing after has an impact for generations to come. The reason we are trying to be men of God who love our wives well and our kids well, and we sacrifice things for the sake of the, the gospel and the advancement of his kingdom. And we invite God to take the broken parts of our lives and to make them new. The reason we do all that is because we literally, we don't know when our last day will be. I promise you, Kobe Bryant did not wake up yesterday morning and think that this is going to be the last time that he kisses his daughter and his family and his wife. Like, bro, uh, at any point, this could be over. And even best case scenario, you live a long life. Like, dude, you have like, what, 40, 50 years left? Like this life is so, so short and the stuff that we're chasing after here matters. Like it matters for eternity. It matters the legacy that you'll leave behind with your kids and with your wife and for generations to come. And so I guess that's my way of reminding myself and everyone else who's listening. Like, dude, if there's any dumb stuff you're chasing after right now, stuff that doesn't have any impact for generations, for the, for eternity, dude, just like drop it, man. Like, what is it that we're, we're wasting time on that just doesn't make sense for the kingdom of God. And I just hope that all of us would kind of reevaluate our lives and use these moments as a way to be like, bro, like, what am I spending my time, my treasure, my money, my influence? Like, what am I using everything I have for the glory of God so that my kids fall in love with Jesus? My wife falls in love with Jesus. The community around me falls in love with Jesus. Everything else honestly doesn't matter at the end of the day. Uh, Kobe Bryant has no more days, man. That's it. It's it's over. Everything that he's done and he accomplished, like it's done. It's over. Uh, he will have no more second chances. And so, if you're listening to my voice right now, like bro, you got you got second chances. God's mercies are new right now and today. Like it's never too late to pursue righteousness to drop the sins that so easily entangle you. So, uh, anyway, that turned into more of a, a rant than I originally planned on it but it just man life is short man it's a mist and so chase after the things that matter and uh that's the stuff we're going to be talking about today it's just stuff that matters so uh this couple weeks ago we got a email from one of my kids teachers before in the past when i've talked to you guys about my kids i've been pretty specific about which kid did what and uh i just had a conviction recently i think you'll understand this as dads but i just uh i had this conviction that 
I want to like protect my children uh, and the information I put out on them. It's kind of a, I've been doing dad tired since they were really little and I just kind of shared stories that were kind of funny and silly and cute and like whatever, but they're getting older. And so I'm trying to be more protective. Like they don't have a say uh, in what I, what information I put out there on the internet and podcasts and in books and all that. So I'm just trying to protect them a little bit more so that they're not like on their wedding day, their wife's figuring out or their husband's figuring like, Holy cow. I just listened to your dad's podcast from 15 years ago and you were a crazy, uh, sinful person anyway. <laughs> so, uh, one of my kids, we got an email for one of my kids, um, teachers. I, I don't know if I've told you guys, but we, we've been homeschooling for years now, but we actually put our kids back into the, uh, public school for the next couple months because we had so much life change and moving and job changes and all this stuff. Uh, our homeschooling was very much suffering. So they're in school, uh, public school for the rest of the year, and then we'll jump back into homeschool. Uh, but anyway, we got a, an email from one of our, our teachers, uh, from the kid teacher of one of our kids. And they said that, that one of my kids was, it's hard to talk. It's so vague in general. <laughs> one of my kids was lying. They were telling some lies and some like, um, kind of hard things on the playground to the other kids. And so I addressed it with one of my children, uh, the child that we were uh, hearing about was lying. And, and so at first, man, I'm just like upset. I'm mad. I'm like, what are, you, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? And my first thought is just like, how can I punish? How can I discipline? How can I ground you? What, like, what, what consequences do you need to feel so that you don't do this again? And I think all those are like good and right. Like um, God disciplines most definitely. Like he keeps us within a boundary and rules to play in so that life can be thrived. Like rules aren't bad, following rules, consequences, all those things are very good. I believe in all those things, but I never want to like just discipline or punish out of anger. I always want my kids to understand the heart behind why I think Jesus was so good at this. Like, why do we do something? Not just what we should do, but why we should do it. Always chasing after the heart. And so I'm trying to learn and grow in this area as a dad is to like, what is it? What's the heartbeat behind what I'm trying to teach my kids? And I know a lot of you guys actually posted a post about my daughter uh, on Instagram. And a lot of you guys like were, you just responded to that. You said you're in the same way. Basically she had a meltdown. She was late for school, getting ready for school. And I, then I had a meltdown as a parent. I'm frustrated and I had apologized to her. And so many of you responded just saying like, you you can totally relate to this, like where you just lose your temper or you lose your cool or you're short with your kids and you're trying to grow in this area. And so I think this is something that most of us deal with as dads. And what I'm trying to learn and what I know you're trying to learn is like, how do we get to the spot where we don't just react as parents, but we take the, we slow down enough to say, all right, like God, for one, what are you trying to teach me? Like, how are you using my kids to teach me a lesson about you or reveal something in me that need, you want to continue to grow and to work out? Um, so just slow down enough where I'm not reacting and I'm allowing my kids to teach me about Christ and my own characteristics. And I'm also teaching my kids, like, again, what does the gospel say? How do I parent your heart and not just be your behavior? And so this happened. My, I, I found out that my uh, one of my kids was telling a lie and I'm trying to figure out how to, to discipline them well and parent their heart well. And one of the things um, that I was reminded of, I like, I literally went upstairs and I, I just kind of removed myself from them so that I'm, I don't react in the moment. And I just felt this sense of the Holy Spirit reminding me to, to remind my kids who they are, not necessarily like what they do or what I want them to do, but just remind them who they are. And I was reminded uh, back in First Peter, where First uh, Peter tell he's writing uh, actually three different churches. He's writing to persecuted Christians, and he's writing to three different churches in First Peter. 
and he's really reminding them of who they are. If you go back to first Peter chapter one and chapter two, you see Peter like taking all this like background and saying, listen, before I get to in chapter three, first Peter chapter three, before I get there and start to tell you all the things that I think you should be doing as followers of Jesus now, first, let me just spend the first two chapters of reminding you of your identity. And this happens a lot in scripture, but I love the way that Peter did it in first Peter. And he says in first Peter two nine, he says, but you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. But you are not like that for you are a chosen people. You are a royal priest, a holy nation, God's very own possession. And then in the very next chapter, chapter three, Peter goes on to talk about like, okay, now that you know, now that I've reminded you, don't forget, here's who you are. Even though you're being persecuted, persecuted by the Romans and other people are trying to tell you what to do and you're trying to get, you're kind of getting lost in your identity and the rules and what you should be doing as new Christians. Like first, let me tell you who you are. And then in chapter three, now here's what it looks like to live out your identity. And so I just felt pressed, man, to remind my kids like, okay, here's who you are. This is who you are. Now go live out your identity. I was just talking to some friends who came over to my house yesterday and we were catching up and we were talking about how we did not have dads and we did not have parents who were often reminding us, this is who you are. Like you're not the, you're not the kid who needs to accomplish everything in sports to be loved. You're not the kid who has to get all the good grades for mommy and daddy to really like you. You're not the kid that has to uh, never get in trouble at school or obey all the rules or to be the cutest or the funniest or the smartest or the most talented. Like strip all of that away and this is who you are. You are a child of God. You are loved. You are delighted in just based on who God made you. And so I went upstairs and I just felt really this like pressing of the Holy Spirit is wisdom beyond myself, where I really felt that like the Holy Spirit was reminding me, Jared, just remind your kids who they are. Point them back to the way they were designed to be. This is who you were created to be. Uh, and so I want to tell you about an exercise that I went through with them that actually in the last couple of weeks has been very, very helpful uh, since then. But before we do, I want to take a quick break and thank my sponsors for sponsoring this episode. Let me tell you about one of the most useful apps on my phone. It's hard to find the time to sit down, to read and learn more. And when you don't have free time, you can't read or work on personal development. But there's an incredible app that solves this problem. I highly recommend it. It's called Blinkist. Blinkist is really unique and it works on your phone, your tablet or your web browser. Blinkist takes the best key takeaways, the need to know information from thousands of nonfiction books and condenses them down to just 15 minutes that you can either read or listen to. 12 million people are using Blinkist right now and it has a massive and growing library from self-help, business, health to history books. Blinkist has the latest titles from bestsellers list as well as the classic nonfiction titles you always meant to read but never had the time to. I love to listen to Blinkist when I'm traveling on an airplane or when I'm commuting from one place to another. In fact, we have a lot of past dad-tired guests who have books on Blinkist. Two of my favorite are Gary Chapman's book, The Five Love Languages, and also John Mark Comer's book, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. With Blinkist, you get unlimited access to read or listen to a massive library of condensed nonfiction books, all the books you want, and all for one low price. Right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com slash tired. Try it for free for seven days and save 25% off your new subscription. That's Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N. 
B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T, Blinkist.com forward slash tired to start your seven day free trial. You'll also save 25% off, but only when you sign up at Blinkist.com forward slash tired. All right, so I felt the Holy Spirit just reminding me to tell my kids, here's who you are. Like, this is how God's created you. Be that. Instead of saying, don't be this, or don't be this kind of person, or don't act this way. Instead, let's say, this is who God has made you to be. Now go be that. And so I went downstairs, and I had my kids. I got out two pieces of paper, and I have three kids. One's a one-year-old, so she wasn't able to participate in this exercise. But my eight-year-old son and my six-year-old daughter participated in this exercise. It was wonderful. It's been helpful ever since. So I just had each of them got get out a blank piece of paper and I just asked them. We sat at the kitchen table. It was just me and them. And I said, okay, you guys, I want you to start writing out every single word that you think God has created you. Like, tell me how God has created you. What words come to mind? And I said, the reason I'm doing this is because uh, we learned this week that you guys were telling lies at school. And we know that God didn't create us to tell lies. That's not who we are. God made us to be truth tellers, to be ones who proclaim the truth, not ones who proclaim lies. And so we are truth tellers. Write that down on your piece of paper. And so they wrote out and I had to spell it for them, truth tellers. So that was the first thing I said, how else? Like, what else has God created you to be? What other words come to mind when you think about who you are and the way God's created you to be? And you guys, my kids just started writing these cool words down. They're like, funny and athletic and kind and I like to share my toys and I like to be fun with my friends and I like to be uh, treat my friends nice and tell them nice things about themselves like they just started writing all these words down brave I like to be brave when I go to the dentist God made me to be a brave or God made me to be respectful to adults when we go out to restaurants or to other places I want to be respectful of adults that's how God's created me and we just started writing out we probably got 10 to 20 words on each of their pages and we just they just wrote out like here's who God made me be and then I just had them look at the list and we read it back and I said you guys this is who God has made you to be. We're not liars. We're not mean. We don't hurt our enemies. Like we love our enemies. We pray for them. We're salt and light. We are truth tellers. Look at this list. God has created you specifically and uniquely to be this person. And so then what I did is I took those pieces of paper and I just hung them up on the fridge. And for the last couple of weeks, I've just been reminding them like, you guys, this is who you are. Don't, you don't have to be that. Like, don't be a liar. Don't be mean to your sister. You wrote out. My son literally wrote out, I'm a protector of my little sisters. And so whenever he's not operating in that way, whenever he's bullying them or being mean to them or picking on them, I say, Elijah, like, dude, look at your paper. You said God made you to be a protector of your sisters. Just like God protects us, you protect your sisters. It's a cool thing the way that God made you. Like, be that, dude. Be that kind of guy that God has created you to be. And it's actually fun to like see them rest in their identity. And me and my buddy were just talking about, I I mentioned this earlier, how helpful it would have been to have a dad constantly tell us like, this is who you are, reminding us of who you are. So here's one thing that I did uh, that I want to share with you guys and make an offer to you guys. So I have... Uh, a couple graphic designer friends. I'm, I'm really big into visuals, like putting as many visuals in our house that will help point us back to God. Remember uh, back in Deuteronomy where Moses said, uh, whenever you wake up or whenever you sleep or whenever you rise, whenever you walk, whenever you talk, like I'm, I'm paraphrasing terribly, but like whatever you're doing, uh, do these, teach your kids about the things of God, write them on your doorpost, he says. And so what I try to do is have as many like things around the house that are kind of the equivalent to write them on your doorpost. Things that when you look at them, it's like, oh yeah, 
this is who God is, or this is who God's created us to be, or this is who our family is. And so what I did is I took that piece of paper with all those words that they came up with, and I had my graphic designer friends design a poster where it actually it looks like my kids. It looks like Elijah, and it looks like Eden, and then around them, it looks like a cartoon picture of them. And then around that picture are all the words that they use to describe themselves. Uh, and then what we did is we printed that out and we put it on the wall and we put that as a poster in their room. And it's just a visual reminder like, hey, when you forget or when you start to act in a way that isn't who God created you to be, let me just go back, like look back at this poster, see yourself and be reminded of how God has designed you. And so then I thought, man, this would probably be really cool for the dad tired audience. Like I imagine you guys would love this too. So what I did uh, as I asked my graphic designer friends, can you guys help me create these for the dad tired audience? And they were like, yes, but uh, that's going to be like an insane, like we would have to quit our jobs in order to, to do this for the dad tired audience because there's so many of you. Uh, so here's what we're going to do. I'm only going to sell 10 of these because that's essentially all the capacity that we have right now to make these. But if you're interested in making one of these posters, here's what I would challenge you to do. Number one, sit down with your kids and have them do the same exercise. Help them figure out how has God created, who has God created me to be? And just help them come up with words that describe the way that God has uniquely designed them. And then once you do that, you can go to dadtire.com forward slash character, dadtire.com forward slash character. And when you do that, you'll see a sample. I'll, I'll put the pictures up of the posters that we made for our kids so you can see what they look like. And then you can actually upload. You can type in the words that you'll use for your kids, upload some pictures of your kids. Um, and then we, our graphic designers will create a, po a custom poster just for you that you can print out and hang up in your kid's room as well and point them back to the gospel. Um, so again, we can only do 10 of these just for capacity sake. Um, but if you want one of these custom posters of your kids, again, go to dadtire.com forward slash character. Now, listen, I didn't do this episode to make that pitch. Many of you won't do that. And that's totally okay. Uh, I just thought it's a cool visual reminder. I wanted to offer up to you for those of you that want to do it. Now, regardless of whether you like make a cool custom poster, uh, I do think that you should do this exercise with your kids. If it is as simple as what I did, just sitting down with them and saying, listen, here's who God has made you to be. Write down the words and then just put those words up on the refrigerator. It can be scratch paper. It doesn't have to look super fancy, but just something, a visual reminder to point your kids back to who they were designed to be. Listen, if they don't, uh, if we don't be, if we're not dads who do this for our kids, who remind them of who they are in Christ, like Peter did in first Peter two, you are a Royal priesthood. You are a chosen people. This is who God has made you to be. If they don't hear that from us, they will go search the world to find their identity and they will try to find it as the funny guy or the pretty girl or the smart kid or the athletic kid. And all those things are terrible gods. All those pieces of identity will let them down, will fail them. They will fail. And so what they need are dads, daddies who look them in the eye and say, baby, baby girl or son, like this is who God has created you to be. Don't search for identity anywhere else. Don't go off and be someone that you're not or that God has not created you to be. Be the person that God has uniquely designed you to be. Uh, that's what's at stake. It's bigger than just an exercise where we write down some words on a piece of paper and put it on a refrigerator. We are trying to shape kids who 
deeply understand their identity. And listen, we take this stuff seriously because, because we know life is a mist. It's here today and gone tomorrow. Don't don't wait. Don't hesitate. Don't don't put this off another day and think, oh, I'll do this next month or next week. Just do it, man. Just take the time to sit down with your kids, to spend your time investing into the things that matter for all of eternity. I hope that's helpful for you guys. I love you. Again, if you believe in the Dad Tired Ministry and you want to partner with us on a monthly basis, uh, I'll send you a free signed book just as a way of saying thank you. You can go to dadtired.com forward slash monthly. And then again, if you want to get one of those uh, 10 posters, one of 10 posters, again, we don't have capacity to do a ton of them, but if you want to snatch one, I would, I would jump on there really quick, but go to dadtired.com forward slash character. And then you can order one of those custom posters, regardless of what you do, make sure you sit down at the table with your kids, remind them of who they are in Christ and that their identity will fail anywhere else. Point them back to Jesus. I love you guys. I'll see you next week. Later. Later.